0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast where we only talk sports. I'm your host, Will
1: Gardner. I'm excited. I went to rehab and now I'm fired up again and I'm ready to bring the smoke and heat. That, that old bloke needs to retire, dude. He's getting kind of Thank
2: you. I am blessed to be on this podcast.
0: Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Just Sports Podcast. I am your host, Will Gardner, and today we have episode 57, otherwise known as our Super Bowl special. Yes, Super Bowl right around the corner today. I am lucky to be joined by three guests, so let's go ahead and meet them. Please welcome Jack Bardis.
2: Go, go, go. Go, go.
0: Please welcome Neil Cat. Very good, very great, very dapper, very handsome, very intelligent co-host.
1: Now I'm fired up again, and I'm ready to bring the smoke and heat. I'm not from Michigan, I'm from Detroit. Please
0: welcome Charlie Grace. Today, I am joined by three guests. Yes, it has been quite a while since I've been joined by three guests. That is a lot, but it is a very, very, very big and important episode. So it's only fitting that, you know, we got the whole gang here. Of course, I'm joined by my dutiful co-host who joins me almost every week, Charlie Grace, a.k.a. Big Country. Charlie, how are we feeling today?
1: Hey, feeling splendid on this fine Saturday afternoon.
0: Great to hear, great to hear. I'm also joined by a man who hasn't been on the podcast in a while. It's Jack Bardas. Jack, how are we doing?
2: I'm, I'm blessed to be
0: always. here. Always, yeah, always, always. And we are joined, returning from his debut last uh, two episodes ago, It is Neil Polakat. Neil, how are we doing today?
3: Doing great. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, anytime. It's a pleasure. It is our Super Bowl special today, also episode 57. This is our second Super Bowl special. We did the episode last year. We're going to have a little bit of a a similar style for you guys for this episode as well. So we're going to jump right into it with our first segment of the day. Stephen Curry breaks the three-point NBA record. Dolphins fire Brian Flores. Georgia wins the national championship championship. Breaking news. The news for the week of February 12th will start, since it's a Saturday, we usually do it on Thursday, so we have a long, long list of news to go through, so we're going to fire through it. Jaguars hire former Eagles head coach Doug Peterson, who won a Super Bowl with Philadelphia now in Jacksonville. Lots of promise there. A lot of people are very excited about that hire. The Nets, well, this was... I probably put this on uh you know Tuesday or Wednesday earlier in the week, so I will skip that. But it was Nets open the trading James Harden. Hmm. We'll see what happens there. The Cavs acquire Karis Levert, of course. The trade deadline for the NBA was on Thursday. Lots of moves. This was one of the first. Dolphins hire Mike McDaniel, former I want to say San Francisco 49ers offensive coordinator. Good hire there from Miami. Just mere hours. After the Pro Bowl, Alan Camara was arrested for battery. He may face jail time. Not sure yet. They haven't sent it to him yet. I'm sure it won't be too long, of course. He's rich, he's got money, so he's going to be able to get his way out of it. But I would not be surprised if he does miss a little bit of time on the field. Texans hire Lovey Smith as their head coach, and Saints hire their defensive coordinator, Dennis Allen. So all... The open head coaching spots in the NFL are full. So you got guys. Brian Flores, no head coaching job. Eric Benemi, the Chiefs offensive coordinator, no head coaching job. All of them are filled. The Pelicans acquire C.J. McCollum in a trade with the Portland Trailblazers. The longtime duo of Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum now broken up. Very sad. Kings acquire DeMontis Sabonis in a big-time trade, which sent... One of the Kings' most electrifying young pieces, Tyrese Halliburton, sent him over to Indiana. Halliburton himself, who is in his second or third, second year in the league, said he felt a little bit betrayed by Sacramento. I mean, just a young guy had been playing at a very, very high level, has a really high ceiling. It's not often you see a guy like that get traded. But Demonte Sabonis himself is 25. So, it's not a terrible trade for Sacramento. Trevor Bauer, if you remember back, was facing sexual assault um, charges. He will not be charged, and he will be able to return to baseball this spring. And probably the biggest piece of news from this week the Philadelphia 76ers have acquired James Harden in a trade with interdivisional rival Brooklyn. That's Brooklyn. Send Harden to the Sixers. And the Nets in return get Ben Simmons. Of course, a couple other pieces in the trade as well, but those are the two standout guys being shipped around here. Charlie, this is obviously huge NBA yeah. news. What are your take on what's your take on this?
1: Well, at first glance, this just really looks like a bad trade for both sides, because one, if you're the Nets, you're kinda you're selling away your um or I mean, sorry. If you're the Seventy Sixers, you're kind of selling away your whole future for James Harden. You're you're putting this in. You know, if you guys don't want a chip with Harden and Embiid, I mean, they don't really. They gave up two first round picks. Embiid probably would leave. Harden would probably leave. So it's kind of like saying, hey, this is this is the process that's happening right now. And then it's also if you're the Nets, I mean, yeah, you give away James Harden, which you know, or James Harden, which could definitely was definitely part of a problem. But at the same time. You now have another drama queen with Kyrie out there, and it just feels like I don't know how those two are going to somehow put egos aside and play together. That really blows my mind. I think the Nets do get a lot more death out of this, but at the same time, I don't know how Simmons and Kyrie's egos are going to be able to somehow work with each other to play on the court.
0: Yeah, there is that. But I actually thought quite the opposite. I thought it was a good trade for both teams. I didn't see a clear winner. I think for Philadelphia, yes, they are buying in that this is their year. I don't think Ben Simmons was ever going to come back and play for them. I really don't see that.
1: Obviously, for the 76ers, you had to make this trade. You were not going to be able to have Ben Simmons part of your future. It just felt like, really, they gave away almost everything. But, I mean, at the same time, they weren't really going anywhere. You know what I mean? With what their roster was, it was Embiid was most likely going to leave if they didn't win a championship. So, I mean, it makes sense uh, for the Seventy Sixers, and I think if you you really you really look into it, I think the Seventy Sixers got a win out of this, and for the Nets, I think also they were already having problems, but I don't know. I feel like Kyrie was more of the problem than Harden. I mean, Harden wanted out, but it still feels like I I, I mean I think the Nets. Win because you know they do get the change and more future draft picks, but at the same time, it's um they still they they still create more drama than uh, taking away, than in my opinion.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It'll be very interesting to see how the rest of the season plays out, and then the playoffs too. You know, Charlie, a little off topic here. I heard a theory. I don't remember who said this. It was at school. Um, this person was saying the Nets may. You know, dropping a few games on purpose for the sole reason is, okay, if they're a lower seed in the playoffs, they get to play four away games in a series instead of three, which would allow Kyrie, should he not get vaccinated, to play four games in a playoff series instead of three games in a playoff series. I thought that was a little silly, but Charlie, I think that's like the
1: most like Twitter next thing (laughs) I've ever heard in my life. Like someone like that, that's like saying, "Oh, the Lakers are losing games because they want more of a comeback story." Like I don't know. I, I mean, I can I can understand that, but at the same time, I mean, Kyrie's not really like playing at all right now, so it's like, I, uh, I mean, I, I guess I guess you can see where that comes from, but I, I just I don't see that at all
0: for me. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. The Wizards. Acquire Kristaps Porzingis. Porzingis' time in Dallas is over. Things between him and Luca never worked out the way, you know, Mark Cuban thought it would. That he thought this would be a great dynamic duo that could lead them deep into the playoffs for years. Just didn't happen. We had the NFL awards a couple of days ago. T.J. Watt finally wins that Defensive Player of the Year award—an award he has deserved so so much. You know, the past two years, you could make the argument. He's been robbed. But this year, you really could not make an argument for any other player besides TJ Watt. Tying Michael Strahan's sack record, he was absolutely phenomenal. And he missed time with an injury, might I add. Jamar Chase is named Offensive Rookie of the Year. He was the only one to receive votes besides Rashawn Slater, offensive lineman for the Chargers. No votes for Mac Jones at all after Mack kind of fell off in the second half of the season a little bit. But Chase was, I mean, absolutely unbelievable and has a chance to get a ring tomorrow. Micah Parsons has been named the Defensive Rookie of the Year. No huge debate there. Joe Burrow, Comeback Player of the Year after tearing his ACL last year. He is now in the Super Bowl, which is absolutely crazy. Mike Vrabel was named Coach of the Year. He was able to lead this Titans team, a Derrick henry list Titans team, as into the playoffs as the one seed. Obviously, playoffs didn't turn out how they liked, but Coach of the Year isn't necessarily about the playoffs. It's more about regular season, and Vrabel was fantastic in the regular season. Cooper Cup has been named Offensive Player of the Year over Tom Brady. Jonathan Taylor was up there as well. Cooper Cup was absolutely fantastic. Won the Triple Crown for receivers, led the league in receptions, yards, and touchdowns. It's absolutely fantastic. And Neil's guy Aaron Rodgers was named MVP over Tom Brady. Rodgers now wins his fourth MVP of his career. So we're gonna jump into our second segment here. It is our main meaty segment here. It is Super Bowl week. Tomorrow is the Super Bowl. All the hype, you know, that's been building up. You know, you have all you know the exciting shows and the commercials and the food. I mean, there's just so much going on. Super Bowl Sunday really is, in theory, a national holiday. You could call it that. It is amazing. Los Angeles Rams back in the Super Bowl with Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford. Of course, I would say all of Detroit and most of Michigan are definitely rooting for Stafford and the Rams in this game. And you have the Cincinnati Bengals led by national treasure Joe Burrow. It is going to be a fantastic game out there in LA. Also, fantastic halftime show with Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. We will get into that in a little bit. So what's going to happen here? We have a couple prop bets that we're going to take, give our takes on. We have a couple, you know, actual bets and we're also going to pick our winners and losers. So. Let's start, you know, at the beginning of the festivities for the Super Bowl, right? You know, everyone's getting hyped up for the game. It's just about to start. And then, of course, you have the national anthem. They bring the ginormous American flag out onto the field. They have the flyover with the Jets. It's going to be great. The over-under for the national anthem. Two minutes. Last year, Eric Church sang it. It was over. This year... Another country singer, Mickey Guyton, a Grammy-nominated country singer. Over under two minutes on the national anthem. I'm gonna hand it over to my co-host Wait. Charlie first here.
1: Wait, it's two minutes.
0: Yeah, over under two minutes. Last oh, year under,
1: all, under all Last guys. year
0: it was two ten. Last year.
1: I thought I thought it was like one thirty. Hmm, I may be
0: wrong. I'm pretty sure it's two minutes because last year. No, it because was um, the
1: reason. So, sure, I've actually been seeing a lot about this. Um, It's because Mickey Guyton is, you know, known for having such a short national anthem. I don't know if you've seen all this stuff about this, but I've seen a lot. And so this, the whole thing has been, like, the, uh, the over-under was extremely low compared to last, like, over the last few years. Because I think the past, something like 10 years have all been overs. But... I'm just looking for it.
0: Okay, she has. It's thank,
1: 135. 135. Yeah,
0: 135. Okay, that's what i was about to say. Special. Thank you. Jack.
1: Like under under two minutes for sure. All
0: right, over
1: under 135. 135. See, that's a different story. I've been I've been debating back and forth. This is what has me stressing because you no, know, she's known for being a quick singer. I think her average is like one. It's under something. 90.
0: She's had multiple under. Yeah.
1: 90. Okay. No, it's like 120 something, but like it is the Super Bowl. You're going to be extra. You're going to carry out those notes. You're going to want more attention. I've been, I'm thinking about taking the under, but I've got to bang the over here just because it's, it's a Super Bowl. You're going to be extra. You're going to want that extra couple seconds, more higher, longer notes. I'm taking over.
0: Jack, last year you took the over stating, the national anthem should be sung thoroughly to express the country's, you know, proud history. Jack, are we thinking over again this year?
2: You know we are. You know, <laughs> there could be technical difficulties. The mic could cut out. That's all factors you have to add up. And again, it's Super Bowl, most watched television like thing in the world. A lot of pressure. So.
0: A lot of pressure. A lot over. of pressure. Neil.
3: All right, I'm definitely thinking the over here. I saw something like a couple days ago that the overs hit like five times in a row. I got it's got to keep going if it's hit like five times. And it's always a Super Bowl; they always drag out like the last note and everyone starts cheering. There's like they they always make it a lot longer than the other performances. So I think it's it's got to be the over.
0: I agree with all of you. I'm taking the over. I always like to take over on national anthem, especially for a Super Bowl, because like right, you guys said they have to carry out that note. And you know when they say Home of the Free they gotta like drag that out too so yeah i'll definitely take the over on that following then i don't it's the coin toss after it's after the national anthem after national anthem we have the coin toss another heavily heavily betted part of the super bowl and this is a straight up 50 50 shot heads or tails It's, it's really this is this is for me this is like a personality check like as a person, if you pick heads or tails, I can tell what kind of person you are and whether or not, you know, we can get along. So Charlie. Yeah. Heads or tails.
1: Well, I'm actually just gonna pull it up on my phone right now and flip a coin. <laughs> and it's tails. I'm riding tails.
0: Wow. Fantastic. Jack? Um
2: I'm a I'm taking tails as well.
0: Um Yeah.
2: Not much you can say. It's pretty much 50-50, but it's all gut. So
0: Here's the deal. deal. Here's the deal. Tails never fails. It has to be tails. It's going to be tails. It was tails last weekend. No, two weekends ago when the Bengals, when the Chiefs, and when the Bengals beat the Chiefs in, the, in overtime, but the Chiefs won the toss. It was tails. And when the Chiefs beat the Bills earlier in the playoffs, it was also tails in overtime. Give me tails. Tails never fails. I I will always choose tails for like any coin toss I ever do. Neil.
3: So I was thinking tails before this, right? But then I realized like whenever whenever I think it's tails, it always be it always ends up being the opposite. So I'm I'm just gonna go with heads, just to kind of like, you know, play off that.
0: I, I think oh, it's heads. Oh, so you're, like, you're just like bad luck, like you're just,
3: Yeah, so I'm thinking I'm I'm always thinking oh. tails, but then it okay. never happens. Okay,
0: that's valid. One of the biggest factors of the Super Bowl every year is the commercials. We love the commercials, these big-name brands. I mean, they pay millions of dollars for 30 seconds of airtime. They get huge celebrity and cultural icons come into their commercials. Now, this is probably the most difficult of the prop bets we're going to talk about, the most difficult to predict, but we have to do it. It is, what will be the first commercial played? So I'm talking... First commercial break we get in the game, like timeout, score, whatever. What will be the first commercial play? Neil, we are coming right back to you for this one.
3: All right. I- I'm so confident about this one. I've done my research on this. I, I know it's going to be. Over, like, the last, like, three Super Bowls, I-, I always noticed the avocados from Mexico commercial gets played right at the beginning. All right. Mm. I know it's, they got to keep it going like that. It- it's going to be the avocados from Mexico commercial. You always have one. It's always right near the beginning. I think it- it's got to be that
0: so Mm, interesting interesting charlie do we also think avocados from mexico
1: i actually i actually really want to ride with avocados from mexico because it's just i totally agree i feel like they always come off hot but at the same time i don't feel like they're like the very first one the very first one is also impossible to do so i'm going a little more low-key a mega underdog I don't feel like a big one goes 1st I'm going Planet Fitness with the ah. First
0: I saw that one too. commercial. Yeah, I did some research. I saw that one it was up there as well. Interesting, interesting. Jack, I know last year you uh Vicks Baby Rub was your pick. Who who are we rocking with this year?
2: Yeah, last year tough pick. This year <laughs> Doritos. You know they've been like a a consistent commercial and Doritos is way too
1: big time to be fair. Yeah,
0: I picked Doritos last year. It's definitely like a second quarter, kind of commercial third quarter.
1: Uh, I but bad pick there, dude. Pick. <laughs> nah, that's a good pick. Should have wait my pick.
0: Oh. I'm also going like big, but not like iconic like Doritos. I'm going a different shit brand. I'm going Lay's. Lays this year. Their commercial will feature Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen. It is uh, supposed to be you know quite a funny, comical commercial. Too
1: big to be first. Too, first. I don't know. Company. I don't
0: know. I feel like they're going to lead off with a you know just a
1: great commercial. I they're feel like that could be first right commercial in. break, but I don't feel like that's first commercial. True. True. Perhaps.
3: Yeah, they always do the big companies like either near the middle
1: or at the end. Like first commercials, like impossible to guess.
3: It, well, yeah, that's that's
0: yeah. kind of what I was getting at. Like, there's literally how many how many commercials do you think they air? Like at least like 50. hundreds. Eh, maybe not hundreds, probably.
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I guess because I, I mean, there's some locally ones you get. Yeah. Those
0: don't.
1: um... Yeah, those don't count for like I don't know.
0: But I mean, yeah, I mean we don't know which you know brands have commercials. We know a couple, but you know, like like you said, some of the smaller brands we don't know if they're gonna have a commercial. So. Just gotta wait and see. This is a bet that on my radio show on Thursday, Jackson and I were talking about. I thought it was actually a pretty cool bet. The first touchdown will the player who scores the first touchdown have a jersey number of over twenty three and a half or under twenty three and a half? So over would be guys like Joe Mixon, Sony Michelle, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Higby, C.J. Uzoma. And then under you have guys like Cooper Cup, you have OBJ, you have Jamar Chase, and I mean if Joe Burrow or Matthew Stafford run one in, you have those guys too. I thought this one was very, very interesting, Charlie. Over or under first touchdown, jersey number twenty three and a half.
1: I'm I'm am I actually so confused. Um Oh, all right, all right. I see. Uh, I'm, at, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go under because it's uh, a it passing touchdown count? It would be the receiver
0: that caught it.
1: Oh, receiver. Yeah. I'm still going under though because you got guys like Odell, Jamar Chase, and um, Cooper Cup, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like you got to ride that. But I mean. The only option is like
0: with T. The, Higgins. With the over, right. J- Jalen Ramsey's going to be on Jamar Chase. So, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd are two guys. I mean, Joe Mixon as well is on the over. I yeah, I guess.
1: Know? But I, I, I still see the Rams going first. So, between Cup and Odell.
0: Van, Van J- Jefferson K- is also on the under.
1: Mm hmm. No, I thought right. Van Jefferson was over, right?
0: I thought he was like 12. I'll look that up in a sec.
2: I'm not sure. But. I think he's under for
0: sure. All right, Jack. Who who do you think? What do you think? Yeah, he's twelve. You're right. Yeah, twelve.
2: Um, personally, this it might start off with a defensive touchdown, but mm. but um, I'm thinking T. Higgins first touchdown. So that's the over, I believe. Ooh.
0: yes, that that would be the over.
2: This is All actually
1: right. so tough because Daryl Henderson's the over and Cam Akers is the under. Well, Daryl Henderson is injured. Well, he's 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 uh, playing in the Super Bowl.
0: Is he? Because I haven't seen him on like any of the bets.
1: Higby's out, but
0: for MVP, Higby's out, right? Yeah. Yeah. You also have like Sony Michelle. I I feel like it's gonna be like a no-name guy. There's that guy, the tight end for the Rams who had a very nice game in the championship game. I can't think of his name right now, but he had like eight catches in the championship game, and he's over. So this is very very difficult. I feel like mo- I feel like most Super Bowls start with a rushing touchdown. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take the under though. I mean guys like Cooper Cup, OBJ, I feel like it's gonna be one of those too for sure. And if it's defensive, you know, maybe you have Jalen Ramsey, pick six, or something like that. Uh or, you know, maybe Joe Burrow scrambles for one. I can definitely see that too. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the under here. Take the under. Neil?
3: Alright, so I'm a little, I'm going a little different approach. I think it's going to be over just because I think the first touchdown is going to be CJ Uzoma or you know, mm-hmm. one of the tight ends, I'd say. You know, I think he still, you saw him like rip his cast off, right? Before he, like, him and yes, he's this. so hyped up. He's going to be so hyped. I think he's going to like, they're going to be so focused in on Jamar Chase and Higgins that he's going to get open and score the first touchdown.
0: Yeah, I can totally see that. He scored. I saw something like someone bet on him in the wildcard game, like a ton of money to score first and he did. He's a very, very reliable target. All right. Lead at halftime. The Rams or the Bengals are straight up. Who's going to win? Who's going to be winning at halftime? I'll go first. I'm going to take the Rams. I think, you know, Matthew Stafford, while it's his first Super Bowl, you know, he's a more experienced quarterback than Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow, I think Joe Burrow's going to have a really rough game. I think he'll still perform well, but it's going to be tough. I think Aaron Donald and Von Miller are going to be in the backfield almost every single play. I think Jalen Ramsey... We'll play very tight coverage on Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow, he's going to have to improvise a lot. I think it's going to be very similar to last year's Super Bowl where Mahomes was like running for his life. I feel like that's going to be Joe Burrow a little bit. I think the Rams will get off to a hot start in their home stadium. I think the Rams will be winning at halftime. Charlie?
1: Yeah, same here. I feel like the Rams are going to come off hot. I think Joe Burrow is going to be very phased. I mean, even though it' low-key – even though it's at the Rams Stadium, it's not really going to be too much of a home advantage for them.
2: Sure, but
1: sure. I still feel like Burrow's going to come out a lot. Face he's he's acting very cool right now, but I mean the Rams defense is just going to be so fired up, and I feel like just that all energy it's going to be you know, just just a lot first half. And I don't know if it's going to be high scoring, but I um, mean yeah, I'm gonna have the Rams up uh, first half. Neil.
3: I'm uh I'm gonna go with the Bengals here just because I think both offenses are gonna start off kind of slow just because both these defenses are super good uh, like the Bengals defense is super underrated I feel like it's gonna start off pretty slow but I think like maybe near the end of the first half I think it's, the Bengals might go down get like a field goal right before halftime and just just go up by like three points I think it'll be close just coming to halftime but uh, yeah I you go with that? Mm, interesting,
0: Jack.
2: Uh, I don't think Joe Burrow is actually going to struggle that bad. I mean, he's been on on bigger, not bigger spotlights, but the national championship nowadays is almost like as big a spotlight. Mm. No, not like the Super Bowl, but like it's a huge spotlight nowadays. So he's been in like spots before, but I'm still taking the Rams first half, but Bengals come back and win second half.
0: I mean, yeah, the national championship is a big spotlight, but that LSU team was, like, so much better than any other team that year that there definitely wasn't as much pressure on Joe. But I definitely see that happening, too. This one is also very, very difficult. We have three, like, really difficult bets on here. This is the second really difficult one. This is the first song to be sung at halftime. I mean, this year you have five different performers – a lot of notable songs it's just you know personal opinion who do you think is going to come out first you know Eminem could be a great lead off but I mean they could also jump in right away with Snoop Dogg or Mary J Blige could lead too so this one is very very difficult to pick Jack who do you think what do you you think will be the first song sung at halftime
2: I have, like, no idea. Let's just go M&M. Lose yourself. Um, just, um, who knows?
0: That's actually a that, very solid, a solid pick. That is a very solid pick, yeah. Because
2: hear me um, out, Stafford, the irony of it, Stafford, the Troy person. Lose m m the Troy person. Not really
1: Troy person, though. Stafford? Well... He's
0: kind of a Detroit person. He's, He's like, more like yeah. on his that's, that's what I'm talking. Mm, yes. hey, Charlie,
1: I got, I got still Dre. Uh, that's I got, what I was thinking, but dude, is dog. that too big? Because that should, I feel like that could be
0: the finale, Charlie.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Hey, that's got to start it off, dude. That's got to start it off.
0: I mean, that that would be unbelievably hype. I, there's so I, many, I, there's so many hits out of that like,
1: I know. That, that group. You know, that, like, yeah, we're dude. not even
0: talking about Kendrick Lamar, like.
1: Like so anything could be considered. Oh, I feel like, I feel like, dang, Never mind. I totally forgot Kendrick. No, you know what? Change my answer. Change my answer. DNA's is for a song.
0: That is very, very, very solid. I mean, there's like so many. Eminem, so many. Because I feel like Kendrick, Dr. just,
1: Kendrick just isn't as legendary as Dre and Snoop. So I'm, I'm going to go. Kendrick comes out with DNA first.
0: Yeah, I was definitely thinking Eminem or Kendrick or Mary J. Blige would lead off. But I feel like Mary J. Blige is just going to, like, come in, like, in the middle, kind of, and sing, like, a part of one of her songs. Yeah. And then it'll go back to Snoop and Trey. Neil, what do we think will be the first song Song.
3: So, you know, I, I also agree. I think it's going to be Kendrick Lamar first, because I think they're going to try to, like, everyone's expecting, like, Eminem or Snoop Dogg to come out first. But I, I think I think Kendrick will come out first, but I don't think he's going to sing DNA. I think he's using humble, just to start it off. Mm,
0: just goes straight into one of his biggest hits. Oh yeah,
3: they got it to start off strong.
0: You know, I could definitely see Snoop and Dre with um, nothing but a G thing could start off for sure. I mean, next episode, you know, could be good. But my pick, my official pick, would be. Eminem, Detroit guy, leading it off. Because, you know, all the other people, you know, they're California California dudes, so they're going to have the, the outsider go first. Eminem, I think he's going to lead off. I mean, he has so many. Lose Yourself would be great to collapse. I mean, but my pick is going to be Without Me, Eminem. It's a, it's a banger. It's a great intro song. and it'll, it'll lead nicely into, you know, Snoop and Dre. Very nicely. Now we get to the end of the game picks here. The over under for this game is pretty low. Forty eight and a half. A lot of the Super Bowls recently have been under, I believe. This one is, however, very, very low. Neil, are we thinking over or under?
3: I'm definitely thinking under on this one. Just cause both of the defenses are, are so they've been so good throughout the playoffs. And even though the, obviously both of the offenses are really good, I just think that the Bengals offense especially in second half is going to get shut down just because, you know, the Rams are going to be feeding off their home crowds noise. I'd say they probably only score like three, maybe a touchdown in the second half. I think that I – I don't think that either team really, is – they're both going to have a lot of trouble scoring just because both of these defenses and secondaries are so good. And uh, I feel like both quarterbacks are definitely going to struggle, just a, more of a defensive Super Bowl.
0: Hmm. Hmm, Interesting. Jack over under.
2: He said it was (sighs) forty-eight. Taking me over. Why? Why? Although it's a Super Bowl, I feel like both these teams, as good as their defenses are, have just as good as offenses. You know, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase. Like it's, it's a tough one. So look at the Chiefs last year. With their mm-hmm. offense, they like, I mean, scored like, I don't think even like, 50, I don't know how much they scored, but it wasn't pretty. But I'm feeling it. Yep, Ellis yep. Super Bowl taking you over.
0: I'm also taking the over. Both defenses are phenomenal. But, I mean, Joe Burrow, they're going to have a couple touchdowns in there. Matthew Stafford, I think in the second half, will find his groove. I mean, Cooper Cup is going to absolutely embarrass Eli Apple, and it, it's going to be. Absolutely hilarious. I'm definitely thinking over here. And honestly, I'm thinking over by, well, I mean, off my final score, like three, three over, about 51, 52. Charlie?
1: I'm actually going to go the under here. I totally agree with Neil. Both of these um, defenses have been very solid this whole year. And I feel like like we've been hyping up offensive, offensive so much, even though defensives have been, like, Pretty, like, shut down recently. And I think this is going to be similar to, like, the the Patriots-Rams game a few years ago where it was, like, just a super low-scoring game. I think it's just going to be a lot of defense and uh, definitely the under. All right. Most
0: receiving yards. Do you have guys? Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, OBJ, T Higgins, or maybe an outlier. Just have to wait to see. But who will get the most receiving yards in this game? Charlie, coming right back to you.
1: I'm gonna go with Cooper Cup here. I mean he's he's just been the best all year. I mean it's kinda like the obvious pick. Obviously there's a lot of guys. Chase, Higgins, Odell, uh, you know, CJ Uzma, but I just I just feel like Cup is gonna be the go to guy all night, and I feel like this is this is his time and he's I think Cup's uh got this for sure. Neil?
3: Uh, I agree. It's, I think it's me Cooper Cup and I also agree with what you said earlier, Will. Um Cooper Cup's gonna embarrass Eli Apple. Like it's Eli the Bengals uh, the Bengals don't really have a really good number one corner and Eli and Cooper Cup is just gonna feast off that. I don't think they have anyone that can really cover him. He's gonna torch them, probably go for like one thirty yards, I'd say at least.
0: Yeah. E- Eli Apple is like on the queue to be our bomb of the week next week after the Super Bowl after he gets absolutely embarrassed, I just cannot wait. Just going to rant about Eli Apple and how absolutely ridiculous he is. Jack,
2: was this the MVP or what?
0: Or was most receiving yards? Most receiving oh,
2: yards. taking Jamar Chase.
0: Even with Jalen Ramsey on him.
2: Actually, no correction. Obj.
0: Oh, Obj. I could definitely see OBJ having he's having a brutal game.
2: One in the wide wide receiver two role, and UI Apple's on Cup. OBJ revenge tour though, so give me OBJ.
0: It's very valid. I'm also taking Cooper Cup just because Eli Apple's on him, and I think he's yeah he's the best receiver in this game anyway, and with a really favorable matchup, there's no chance he's not the leader in receiving yards. Most passing yards, Joe Shiesty or Matthew Stafford. I'll go first. I'm taking Stafford. I think Joe Burrow is going to have a – I would say Joe goes for, like, 220, 240 yards. I think the pass rush is really going to get to him. I think Chase will will have, you know, four or five catches. But I think for the most part he'll be shut down. Burrow, he's going to be able to find guys like Boyd and Higgins. We know that. But I think the pass rush ultimately – will you know make him uncomfortable in the pocket and lead him you know I would, could definitely see multiple interceptions this in this game for Joe Burrow as well. So, I'm going to go ahead and take Matthew Stafford with the most passing yards in this one. Charlie, who do we think?
1: As well, I'm going to be taking Stafford. I do feel like Stafford is just, even though he hasn't been in the Super Bowl, he's way more of a veteran than Burrow. He's been in the league for a while. He still has. He still knows his place a little bit, and he's definitely got a very good receiving group around him and great offensive line. So I'm, I'm going to go Stafford here. JB.
2: Stafford. No comment. <laughs> Neil.
3: I agree, Stafford, just because he's such a a stat sheet monster. Plus, I don't think Joe Burrow's going to do that good with his, like, he's going to be running around all game, getting sacked so much. Stafford's going to have a lot more time in the pocket to throw. I think he goes for a good amount, like 300 yards. He'll definitely have more than Burrow.
0: And now for the main bet. Who is going to win the Super Bowl? And what will be the score if you had to put... The house and the children and the car and all your savings onto one of these teams. Who would it be, Neil? Who is going to win?
3: I gotta go with the Rams here, and I'm I'm just just because you know I feel like their defense is gonna do so well. Sack Burrow like six times probably even like they'll go off. And I think my final score uh, I'm gonna say Rams get 21 and Bengals 13. Charlie
1: Yeah, I'm taking the Rams here as well. Just because I feel like, I don't know, I've been kind of riding the Rams this whole time. Bengals could totally surprise me like they have all this playoff run. But I feel like, I mean, it would just this would it would be the craziest NFL story of all time if the Bengals win the Super Bowl, and I think we would have to appreciate that. But realistically, I see the Rams winning this just because they are extremely much more talented and just have way more pieces than the Bengals do overall.
0: Charlie, a couple of weeks ago when we did our playoff predictions, you did pick the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Very mm-hmm. impressive.
1: Hey, hey if a couple things go differently. The Chiefs were in there, too.
0: Yes, I also had Chiefs and Rams in the Super Bowl, too. But I had the Chiefs winning. Mm-hmm. Check. Who do we have winning in final score?
2: <clears throat> winning the Super Bowl, the Bengals 27 24. Evan McPherson, Daddy McPherson wins it at the buzzer. The buzzer?
0: At the, at the buzzer. At the
2: buzzer, but.
0: So you're telling me he has what? That would be his third game winning field goal of the playoffs in the Super Bowl?
2: Hey. It happens.
0: It's- if he did that, they they would have to get a statue for him and put it like in the heart of Cincinnati. I mean, That would just be absolutely legendary. But no, I'm taking the Los Angeles Rams. I think Burrow's going to have a rough day. I think he's going to have at least an interception, maybe a pair. I think he could also throw a fumble in there too. Aaron, Big Aaron Donald, he's going to be back there. Von Miller, he's been there before in the Super Bowl. He's going to be back there as well. I think Matthew Stafford, rough first half. I think he'll settle in in the second half and start finding cup and OBJ on some deeper routes. I'm taking the Rams, and I'm taking them to win quite convincingly. 31 to 21 is my final score. Two more to go, guys. Super Bowl MVP has historically been quarterbacks, but we've seen wide receivers like Edelman win it. We've seen, guys, Von Miller, former Super Bowl MVP, is also in this game. Who is going to win the Super Bowl MVP? Charlie, I'll throw it back to you.
1: I do think it's going to be Stafford, but that's just not much fun in my opinion. So I'm going to take Aaron Donald. I'm going to say he absolutely dominates, gets a couple sacks, really makes the, is the game changer and uh, really slows down the Bengals offense.
0: Jack Vardis. Joe, uh, Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Shiesty? Yeah, that was it. Mm. Neil.
3: I am going to say Cooper Cup here, just just because I think, you know, the Rams offense is going to be all right. And I think Cooper Cup is going to get, like, probably, like, 130 yards. I feel like that should be enough to get him an MVP.
0: You know, I am in agreement here with Charlie. Matthew Stafford, well, he may deserve it. That's kind of boring. That's kind of a boring take. Like, we we love Matthew Stafford. That's kind of boring. I'm going to take a former Super Bowl MVP. I'm going to take Von Miller. To get his second Super Bowl MVP. Listen, he's been here before. He won Super Bowl MVP with Denver. Listen, most of the attention on the offensive line is going to be on Aaron Donald. Obviously, you've got to double-team, triple-team him. Von Miller on the edge. He's going to make some absolutely huge plays. Maybe force a fumble. Maybe have a fumble recovery himself. At least one and a half sacks for Von Miller. And that, I think, will be enough to win him Super Bowl MVP. And... Last but certainly not least, what will be the Gatorade color poured on the winning coach? Important to add, looking at the sports book on Thursday, the favorite was clear, which in, which is in reference to water. They think they will pour water on the head coach. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's going to be Gatorade, Charlie.
1: What color will it be? I don't think it's necessarily ridiculous, just because. Water. No, no chances. Water, come on. Happening in previous years. Uh, I'm going with the yellow. Mm, Best color out. Lemon there. lime. I think so. Just yellow. Yeah, yeah. It's like wh- wh- whatever the fuck, just yellow is. I don't know what, what your problem is. Hey, see, Will, this is the problem we have. You want to go lemon lime? It's just yellow. You asked me for a color. You asked me for a color, Will. The color I give you is yellow. And you ask me ye- yellow, you, whatever, the, <clears throat> whatever <laughs> shit you want to come up with. It's, it's it's yellow. That's the color they're going to pour on. And you, you want to make fun of me for saying water, but water has happened before. And I feel like, you know, if we're just going to keep doing this, it's just going to push me over the edge. That's all.
0: <laughs> Thank you, big country. Thank you. <laughs> Jack Bardas.
2: Taking red.
0: Interesting. Neil. All
3: right. This year, I, I got a big sleeper pick for this one. I'm going purple. Greek. No. Yeah, yeah. No, a, no. a big sleeper. I think I think it could happen.
1: Dude, that has never happened ever. What do you say? What do you say?
3: 2010, they had it. I want to <laughs> hear your
1: <laughs> logic for this. It's <laughs> absurd. Think about it. That's not, are, not like, a perfect. sleeper. That's just an idiotic perfect. choice.
3: <laughs> Watch it happen. Watch it happen.
1: <laughs> I would put a $1,000 that does not happen.
3: Oh, oh, Charlie, Charlie, let's let's
0: do that. Let's do that. $1,000. I don't even have that money, so okay. No, Charlie's broke.
1: I will put oh, no. $50, though. That does not happen. $50.
0: Neil? Neil? Okay, okay, okay. I, I don't think I can go that much. Charlie, now. purple? No, we'll, we'll put odds. Neil, if it's if it's not purple, you owe Charlie 10 If it is purple, Charlie owes you 50
1: Hey, what?
3: <laughs> it's called odds, Charlie. <laughs> hey, hey, we're not purple doing odds. We're doing straight-up money, I, I it's lines. Got, money
1: line. Straight uh, up 100, money line. Straight-up money line. I like, like, a,
3: like, t- like 100 to 10 That's
1: probably unfair. The big whoa, 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 whoa.
3: We'll do five to fifty, Charlie.
1: All right. All right, buddy.
0: That. Listen here, Charlie. No one, no one cares about your uh, yellow Gatorade. It's called. It's lemon lime. That is the flavor. Dude, oh my god.
1: Well, well. Oh my gosh. Go to a school that teaches you.
0: Yellow is a color, Charlie. It's a color. Gatorade color, is in reference to the flavor, Charlie.
1: No, you say Gatorade color. I gave you the color.
0: Yes, I gave you the flavor. You didn't say what... Listen, Charlie, here's one for you. My Gatorade color is also the flavor. It's going to be orange, Charlie.
1: Uh, That's the favorite, bro. What are you saying?
0: That's not the favorite. Look at it right now. The favorite is clear.
1: It's orange. Well, some of the sides say clear. I don't want to say orange. Well, I'm right with the
0: favorite, then. Because listen...
1: Orange.
0: Listen, last year, blue. Year before that, orange. Year before that, blue. Year before that, orange. If the pattern holds up, it will be orange Gatorade, which also is the best flavor of Gatorade, Charlie. Just so you know, orange is undefeated. Most uh, most complete Gatorade flavor. Although, uh, here's the thing, fine, also also very fine. good flavor.
1: No, we'll put it in categories. Yellow is the best thing to just have to just have like you're you're not playing you're maybe you're sick maybe you're just looking for
2: like
1: yeah 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 if you're playing a sport it's blue it's got to be blue i'm going glacier freeze too mm. that's the best one to have when you're playing a sport and glacier the best freeze, yeah, one yeah, blue it, blue i, I don't agree. know why it tastes the most sugary blue is the best but it tastes the most sugary and that one is not good during sports but glacier freeze is great during sports I don't know how to explain it.
0: Yeah, I I was talking about this on my radio show, like the white one, the Glacier Cherry. Not good while you're playing sports. It's just it just, you know what I'm saying?
1: Mhm. It's
0: more like a chill lemon lime is ideal like at all times. Orange, I could drink See, orange. Le- lemon at all
1: lime times. is like literally the most complete player. It's it, it's 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 top 3 in all categories.
0: It's like Michael Jordan. It's like the most complete player of all time.
1: Had All right, like, buddy. All right, you really want to start? <laughs> that you really want to start
0: that. Oh boy! Oh boy! I don't. I don't believe we have anything else to talk about, unless, unless you know, Jack. I know you're professional. You know, you're a pretty good better here. So, do, do you have any any bets that you've been looking at, Jack?
2: I heard OBJ five and a half catches. I heard the over in
1: that one could be nice. Mm-hmm. A big over for a low-scoring game, buddy. No, no, it's not gonna be a low-scoring game, though. No. Dude, twenty-seven to twenty-four is not that high-scoring.
0: Yeah. Five catches, five catches, and he's the wide six
1: receiver catches,
0: two. Six catches. So, okay, six catches. He's wide receiver two. Stafford.
1: That's still big, dude. I expect, cup, I expect to times. get more catches than Odell.
0: Well, yes, but that's not the bet, is it?
1: Yeah, what? but you really expect Cup to get, like, nine and Odell to get six?
0: Yes, that's exactly really? what I expect.
1: All right.
0: I like that one, Jack. Any others?
3: Most rushing yards, I think. Didn't do that one.
0: Most rushing yards? Yeah. I didn't I did do that one because that one's more, like, confined and not as exciting, but we can do that. We can do that. It's either, it's, you know, Mixon or Akers or
3: Michelle,
1: if you want to include no, more, I or think Mark, would definitely be Mixon, just because I think yeah. Akers is going to split a little more with Henderson and
3: Michelle. Uh, I, I think it's to be Acres because I feel like Mixon, that uh, Rams defensive line is going
1: to, like, shut the run game down.
3: Ooh. Yeah, no,
1: I, I just don't feel like, I don't see one Rams. I feel like it could be either three of the Rams running backs
0: or yeah. Mixon. Yeah, yeah I'd I take Mixon, Mixon, too. I just, I just don't trust Cam Akers, like... He had multiple fumbles against the Buccaneers. Like, that's really embarrassing. I don't know if they have as much faith in him. Like, I'm just not a huge Cam Akers dude. And I think with Henderson and Michelle, they're definitely going to split carries. And he's just he's just not going to get enough carries to, like, be up there with Mixon. Because we know Mixon's going to get at least 15 carries. So I'd have to take Mixon. You know, another one I saw that was really, really strange. And Jackson was telling me about this. There's a bet. It just says, will there be an octopus? Now, this is interesting. Because there could be an octopus if a fan has one. If it's it's in a commercial. It's a very interesting bet. So, Charlie.
2: No, 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 no. That's not what the octopus is, kid. What is it? It's if a player scores and then gets a two-point conversion after.
0: What are you talking about?
2: Like, Cam Akers scores a touchdown, then they go for two, and he scores a two-point conversion. Will,
0: bro,
3: what are you saying? (laughs) It's very octopus On our radio show on
0: Thursday, we were talking about, will there be an octopus there? Like, 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 like,
1: bro, this is why, like, this is why. It makes
0: more sense. No, why would there be an an octopus there? Red Wings? Infamous octopuses. Come hey, on. we're not playing. We're not playing
1: stick and puck here, buddy.
2: <laughs> Obviously, if the odds are that high, people will bring octopus in, kid.
1: Yeah, dude. What do you mean? Like people would just throw an octopus in the air and they win the bet?
3: How would they get that through security?
1: It's you can bring in. anything in. Maybe the Super You put is like an octu- in. No. Okay, okay, I will like, say a li- I went to Michigan. Wait, a Michigan, live Michigan live football octopus?
3: game. There was see,
0: like, no security, there. so you could definitely yeah, bring yeah, an octopus. Is Michigan
3: football game is different than the Super Bowl. Yeah.
0: I'm just saying, you could if you wanted to, you could sneak an octopus in. You like, really
3: wanted to try? You could put in I mean, like your
0: pants or something.
3: If someone wanted to try that, yeah. I'd respect them, but, Dude, but Charlie, that's just not the bet, though. Will
0: Will there be an octopus, Charlie?
1: No. <laughs> no, neither of them. Neither. I don't know. Oh no! There's gonna... No, no. Never mind. Never mind. What? No, mind. I don't even want I don't even want to entertain that thought.
0: Wow, 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 wow. I believe then, gentlemen, that we are finished. This has been episode 57 of the Just Sports Podcast. Make sure you go follow us on on the gram at Just Sports Pod. No longer have a TikTok, unfortunately. Uh, Make sure you follow us on YouTube. Make sure you listen to some of our older episodes as well. And um, I just want to thank Charlie, Jack, and Neil for being on the show today. It was lots of fun, lots of fun.
1: Of course Will. Thank you for having me. It was, it was a great time.
0: Charlie, always always a great time with you. Over. Shaq Bardas, great great to have you back. And Neil as well. Fantastic. It's been episode fifty-seven of the Just Sports Podcast. Thank you all for listening. I'm your host Will Gardner, signing off.